0: Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Falouz, your host. And today we are going to talk about a topic that I encounter both within me, to be fully transparent from times to times, and in a lot of my clients, in a lot of moms, uh, this is the mom's guilt. And I wanted to talk about that today because we are still at the beginning of the year. And I know that a lot of us, when a new year starts, sometimes we make Uh, we we decide on goals. Sometimes we make a map for the coming year. Sometimes we have some kind of intention for the upcoming year. Um, Personally, I had my birthday on January 19th. So for every birthday, I do some kind of review of the past year. And I set an intention for the upcoming year. So I did that. But before you can even think about putting in motion a new intention, you need to look at how how much guilt do you feel? What do you need to let go of before you can fertilize the ground of your new uh, intention garden? Because If you have weeds there, I've always heard about the metaphor of weeds, uh, removing the weeds before you can plant the seeds of intention in your garden. And it's even more important if you're really looking into manifesting stuff and you're really mm, somehow nourishing those intentions to remove the weeds because otherwise not only are you going to have weeds, but they're going to grow. And as you know, we have both our conscious mind and our unconscious mind. And sometimes we're very conscious of our new intentions and not so much conscious about what's going on below the surface, behind the curtain of our conscious mind. So I really wanted to look at that today. And give you examples uh, to start with of things that I've heard with my clients, sentences um, that I've heard them say, and maybe you hear yourself say too. For example, you do something that you don't like, you make a mistake, and you're thinking, oh my God, what kind of a mom does that? Implying that you're really a crappy mom if you do things like this. Another thing that I hear a lot is, I'm not a good mother. For the people who are more aware maybe of their thoughts, um, something else, I should do more. Or regretting something they've done. I shouldn't have done that. I damaged my kids because of a mistake you made. Uh, That's a really big one, especially with uh, the kind of clients that I attract who are women who work on themselves, who are women who are very aware and wanting to be a conscious parent. So that notion that if you make mistakes because you know that everything that we do as parents impact our kids, that notion of having damaged them for life. There is always a hope for healing, a hope for correcting. It's never too late. Um, or maybe you think about a specific mistake that you've made. And right away, when you catch yourself thinking about that, you have some horrible sensation, horrible emotion in the pit of your stomach and you right away switch to something else and shift that bad feeling under the carpet because you don't want to feel, you don't even want to think about that. Uh, Know that, I'm sure you do know, that it doesn't disappear and it's going to hinder your parenting. It's going to hinder your ability to be a positive, impactful parent. It's going to have a cost on maybe the permission that you don't give yourself to be happy because when we feel that we are guilty, when we feel that because of that we're not good enough, we don't deserve the best, unconsciously, we are going to prevent ourselves from being happy. And if we're talking about energy, we're going to vibrate. You know, I always explain energy as an elevator. We're going to stop at the floor of, I am not deserving. I am guilty. I do not have the right to all the good that the universe has for me. So that's kind of a dangerous game to play. And maybe you're not even aware or conscious of it, but... That's what I'm proposing for you to look at today. Before you even, we're going to enter the month of love. January is almost over. So that you can leave space. You, you can open the door and create the space for even more love to come into your life. If you don't feel that you deserve it, you're going to block the amount of love that will come into your life. You're going to block everything. You're going to block, I said it, The all the goods all the good and goods that the universe has in store for you. So it's crucial to look at it and it's crucial to work on self-forgiveness, which is by the way one of the the, the master classes that I'm going to hold in February, on February 13th. And you can register for it. Uh, I'll put a link in this episode or you can go on my website, co-parentingwiththeuniverse.com and, um, register for it because what we'll do is creating a map for forg- forgiving yourself. And this is a map that we're going to work with mom stuff, but you can apply it to anything because it's a specific, um, There are five elements, five keys to forgiving yourself. And it implies also, not implies, sorry, involves some um, writing, some clinical EFT, clinical emotional freedom technique to really unlock and uh, free all those stuck emotions and stuck guilt into your nervous system so you can let it go for good. So that's what I wanted to um, let you know in case you want to work deeper, in case you want to work with us and really let it go. It's a class that you can get into that class and you'll have direct access to being coached. Um, You can ask questions if you don't uh, feel that you can make it live. You can ask questions in advance, and we can work with it. And there will be a follow-up after that. So the class is 30 bucks. That's the price of one month uh, of my membership. So you can... In fact, you're going to join the membership and if you want to stay, you can stay after to be part of the follow-up, the tapping follow-up that we'll have during the month of February or you can leave is uh, whatever you decide to do. So that's it. I invited you there. And to go back to our subject, when you feel guilt as a mom, as a parent, it can have different effect effects on your parenting one way it, it can affect your parenting is for you to be to become too permissive because you're trying to re- really compensate some kind of a mistake that you made and you're trying to give your kid too much too much freedom too much also sometimes what i've seen too many presents, uh, uh, buying too much, and letting them get away with stuff that they shouldn't get away with. I remember one of my clients who felt really bad about a decision that she made, um, feeling so low in her self-esteem and her value and so guilty that she was letting her daughter treat her like crap. Literally no respect. And she also was trying to compensate, as I was mentioning, and her daughter started to drink and smoke weed and get out in the middle of the night with her friends, like escaping. I've seen that so many times. Frankly, it it was, if you were listening to my previous podcast, you know that it also happened in my life that some of my kids were sneaking out at night. And I discovered that after. Uh, So things like this, it's not to say that it's your fault. But the fact that she let her daughter treat her in a way that wasn't respectful was adding oil to the fire. The fact that she was trying to be too cool and too free and uh, not putting enough limits was a consequence of her guilt. So that can happen. Another thing that can happen too is, so as I said, you don't let yourself be happy and as you know, a happy mom is a better mom. So, uh, so without even mentioning that we are role models for our kids. So when you don't let yourself to be happy, when you choose unconsciously over and over and over people in your life to, and to invite people in your life that are going to be punishing you because unconsciously you feel guilty, this has an effect on your kids. So there there are so many things that can um, happen as a result of feeling guilty. So at the level of energy, you're going to be vibrating at that floor of guilt and undeservedness. At the level of the brain, as you know, we've talked before about the part of the brain that is like a matchmaker, the reticular activating system, which is here to bring coherence between the outside world and your inner world. So if in your inner world, 95 to 97% of the time, which is how much of our lives that we're spending being directed by our subconscious mind, if in the back of your mind, you have a belief that you're guilty, something is not okay with you, you don't have the right to happiness, Uh, you you may not feel that you also have the right to have a good relationship with your kids, um, that you made a mistake that is unforgivable, your brain will bring coherence with that belief looking into the outside world to confirm that you are not deserving of the best that you're guilty and you should be punished there is that uh, saying guilty seeks punishment that's really really a true thing a true thing i uh, to give you more examples i had a client um who because of her life circumstances had to give her son to her parents when he was very, very young and they were living far away from from where they were. And because she couldn't feed him, they didn't have enough money. So she left her son for something like six to eight months with the grandparents. And she felt mortified about it. She felt horrible about it. And her son is old now. He's an adult. for the rest of her life, She felt guilty of having done that and having, quote unquote, damaged her kid. And it so happened that her son was having some issues with integrating himself socially. So she saw those challenges as the results of her mistake, as the results of how crappy of a mom that she was because she made that decision to leave him and went to take him after that. And she was convinced that he was traumatized. And because of that, you know, sometimes with our kids, we're here to put limits. We're here to support them. We're here to teach them. But sometimes we're here to push them out of the nest. That's a thing. I know with my kids, there are stuff... For example, I wanted them to have um, summer jobs, to have little jobs on the side because it's important for them. I push them sometimes to face life, to know, to develop the abilities to function normally in society when they would be adults. Sometimes you need to push them a little bit. That mom was not able to do that because she was so convinced that she damaged him, that it was her fault, that she spent her whole life building a cocoon around him. And because he was already very sensitive, he was a very, very sensitive kid who's probably probably, uh, an empath and even a, a medium. She put him in a cocoon, And she prevented him. She took away from him his opportunities to measure himself with life. It is extremely important. We know now that sometimes we have to push against life to develop our strength. We have to overcome stuff to develop our self-confidence and and, um, self-esteem he was never uh, able to do that because she was so protecting from all angles that she never let him measure himself with his challenges. So that's one of the consequences also from experiencing some mom guilt. It can be really, really drastic. I know that for me, um, for a long time, I had guilt about... And sometimes guilt also, you will forgive yourself. And forgiving yourself is not... I heard a sentence, I don't remember who was saying it, but recently that forgiveness is not a one-time event. And self-forgiveness is not a one-time event. And even if you're talking about the same mistake, you may forgive yourself in layers. And you may feel okay for a long period of time and you think you're done with that and suddenly something will reappear and as it is every time I record an episode for my podcast during the same week something is activated that has which has to do with the topic of the of the episode every single time so it so happened that I thought I was done with the way the way that I divorced and uh um, having divorced and created some trauma for my kids it so happened that a little bit of residual guilt showed its head this week so of course are you tapping. so of course I as you know when something like that shows up are you tapping to dissolve whatever needs to be dissolved in that moment and it may be that it's dissolved dissolved forever or it may be that it reappears in a smaller scale in a different angle it's like a a spiral you go up and up but you revisit the same thing so maybe that's the case for you maybe there is something in your life that you've been trying to forgive yourself for and it's not completely dissolved Um, another thing i wanted to mention is let's say That mom who made that mistake, my client, let's go back to her story. So she became too permissive and too um, letting her daughter to really almost walk on her, like literally. It got to a point where she realized what was going on, but it was so big of a challenge that every time she was thinking about that, she was like putting it under the rug, like I mentioned earlier. And of course it doesn't disappear. And because that facet is active in you, you activate it in your teen. So she got to a point where when she came to see me, uh, she didn't know what to do. She was so confused. She was paralyzed by confusion, by... Guilt by the, the size of the problem. And, and of course, every healing starts with accepting what you don't want to accept. Admitting what you already know, but you don't want to, to know. So admitting every time she felt that guilt, she she switched to another uh, thought. And it's very easy to do, especially if you work with being positive and the law of attraction and everything. Like they would tell you, do not dwell on negative. But there is a difference between dwelling on negative and experiencing a negative emotion, which is a messenger from you to you. So what we did first is we digged into that very uncomfortable emotion, that very thing that she was trying to avoid for so long. That's what we worked with. So she had to feel it, but she had to feel it just for the time being when we were using a clinical EFT on it and dissolving it. And really looking for what was under the surface and looking for what was even more ancient in her childhood that was resonating with all that. And once she was able to accept it, then we worked on forgiving herself. We worked on looking at what triggered her mistake, what were the circumstances at the time, the fact that she was a single mom, the fact that she was working and she had so much on her plate and that she couldn't juggle all the balls that were in the air. So she started slowly, slowly forgiving herself, like I said, in layers. And she started slowly, slowly removing the confusion because when you are under that kind of threat of, I'm guilty, this is above your head, and you're stressed about it. Your brain is not functioning normally, and you won't have access to your resources. You won't have access to ideas that could come. You won't even have access to the help and the guidance of the universe. If you know my story, you know that I ended up in depression when my kids were acting out as teenagers in very dangerous ways, And I spiraled into a depression and I did not like my life. I kept on on thinking stuff like I would want to disappear. And that on top of it all made me feel even worse because when you say things like this, when you think things like this, there is another thought that comes just after that thought and it is, what kind of a mother would would say that she wants to disappear and she doesn't like her life. I couldn't even look at that because I felt so judgmental about myself. I felt so guilty for thinking that. Only that specific night when I woke up in tears and I finally realized that both were true in me, both truths were living in me, I hated the way my life was going. I did not like my life. And I loved my children. We can carry two very paradoxical truths in us. We can be living paradoxes. So only when you start admitting to yourself what you... what That thing that is so uncomfortable, like I was saying in the pit of your stomach only when you start looking at it can you start shifting things and that mom slowly slowly forgave herself started to learn the tools to have more authority to feel more to feel stronger to start with and she opened to the possibility that the universe had for her to support her And it took, it was a matter of a few weeks, she came across a support group for moms who were going through the exact stuff that she was going through. Because sometimes we're thinking that we are alone, that we're such bad mothers and we're the only one on the planet who are, who is doing such horrible things, who is such a crappy mom, who doesn't have the strength, who doesn't have the knowledge, etc., when you come across other moms who are living the exact same thing as you, then it's much easier to forgive yourself because you see you're not alone in that. So she came across that support group which helped her plus the work that we were doing together to a point where she's not the same person now. And she was also recommended a very good therapist for her and her daughter to do family session. Sessions, And she's on the road to things changing very rapidly because there is another energy at play. There is another other facets of their being for her and her daughter who are active. And one thing we did also is look at that quote unquote mistake, that situation that she created, that mistake that she made. And try to find, because in every bad thing, there is a good thing too. You know, there are two facets of of the same thing. What could be the good in it? What could be the lesson? Uh, And what did she have to do? She, She realized that there was a lesson there. The lesson that... She, one of the lessons that came true for her that she, she came to her awareness was that she had to let go of the belief that she wasn't strong enough. She had to let go of the belief that she was a crappy mom. And she installed a new one. She was a mom, evolving mom. She, she came up with the idea, I'm an evolving mom. What I was not able to do three months ago, a year ago, I am now able to do. I am now able to see. I'm more and more, I see what I need to see to be a better and better mom. That's one of our affirmations. So I invi- I'm inviting you to, before you completely put a vision for your year, to look at this notion of mistakes that you make with your kids. Because frankly, even when they are not so dramatic, I haven't met a mom who doesn't feel a little bit guilty for the mistakes that she makes or for the bad choices or for, for her ignorance. Like I, have a, I had a client mom whose kid um, came out of the closet and she was ignorant and she felt so bad about it. But how can you know something that we're not born with knowledge? It's a question of education. It's a question of connecting heart to heart. And most of us mom, have something to forgive ourselves for, even if it's not about our kids, even if it's another mistake that you made made in your life. I know in my life I made several big mistakes that I've been working on forgive me forgive myself for some i'm completely done others like i said there is residual stuff what mistake are you beating yourself up with what mistake like abraham hicks would say what excuse are you using to not feel good because you did what you did with what you knew at the time now you know better and you're on your way to know even better. And it's like skimming milk. Everything that comes up to the surface, maybe as I'm talking now in this episode, you think about something. And it can be also, I've seen moms, new moms, who don't have all the answers for their kids and they feel guilty because they don't know everything. I can remember that my mom guilt and mom shame started when I was a, newly, a new, fresh mother. Because I had the feeling that I was not measuring up to other moms who were so organized. I, uh, I mentioned that in another episode. That was, I was beating myself up. And I, I talked with another mom this week, actually, who told me that she never felt that she was measuring up as a mom. So all that, there is a need to dissolve it so that you can be the best parent and the happiest mom and the freer mom that you can be. So again, I'm inviting you to reflect on that. And if you decide to come to the masterclass, that's great. That's terrific. I welcome you. I'm happy to connect with you. Even if you don't decide to come, and if you're in my membership, it's uh, it's part of the membership. If you don't decide to come, at least look at it and tap on it. You can go on my website as if you don't know the tapping points. Uh, it's, you know what? LiveEFT.com, I believe. But I'm going to check that as I speak with you because I can never... I bought that URL and um, my team, because I have a team now, is taking care of all that. And sometimes I don't remember exactly um, the, the titles or um, the, the URLs that I've purchased because I've purchased quite a few. And um, yeah, so that's liveeft.com. And you can see there is a short a tapping silent video where you can see the points. Go into that emotion. You can just go and say that mistake, that mistake that I made. And you do uh, several rounds. I show you the, all the points here on that page. So you, have, you don't even have to figure them out if you don't know them. And tap on that. And before you tap, see how you feel on a scale of zero to 10. How bad do you feel about that mistake? And after the rounds of tapping, see if the the number went down. And if it's not yet to a three or two or continue tapping and and you'll need to tap on that more or just join us in the class. Frankly, even myself as a coach, I have coaches because we're blind sometimes to our stuff and it's hard to see. Um, It's hard to work on yourself by yourself all the time. So I really hope I see you in the class. And the the second thing I want you to do is to tap to dissolve and see what good could come out of that, not only for you, but for your kids as well. Because the kids, like I said, when you measure yourself to challenges, when you measure yourself to the difficulties of life, you develop strength that you could not have had before. I remember Barbara Streisand saying once that growing up without a father made her super strong. So although it was difficult, she developed a strength that she used in her career. So I really hope to see you in the class. I really hope to hear from you. Um, Feedback from the episodes, if you feel like it, go review, review us on iTunes. And I look forward to hearing that you're freer and freer and that you are forgiving yourself. Go and love yourself. I'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher For over 30 years, on my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.